All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Just Browsing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach, here with Matt again, and we are back to do another update on the NBA playoffs. And I think the last time we talked about NBA was basically towards the end of round one. We wanted to do an episode covering the playoffs before the playoffs kicked off, but we didn't really get started in time. So some of those first-round matchups were already almost done, so that obviously kind of swayed our opinions on the res- what was going to be the results of some of those games because if some of those teams were already up 3-1, it's like, well, this, this team's probably going to win. But anyway, since then, we have now reached – we have the Eastern Conference Finals matchup set, and we have half of the Western Conference Finals matchup set. So we wanted to do another update today, kind of just give our thoughts about what's been happening in the NBA playoffs since we last spoke, and, yeah, just kind of go from there. So – do you want to run through the bracket real quick and just kind of say what all the results were and stuff? Do we want to just start there? And then yeah, because I think, you know, last time we talked about this, we, uh, as bad as it is, we were kind of Fairweather fans on our Nuggets. We yeah, we, we, I was especially. We, we didn't have the most faith in them because I believe they were down 3-1 at the time. Yeah. So um, we'll just start in the West um, with the one seed against the eight, which was the Lakers in Portland. Um, <coughs> after Portland stole game one, and everyone thought it was going to be a closer series. The Lakers just kind of buried them and yeah, and took advantage. So the Lakers moved on um, with a four-one series record. Houston and OKC, I think, was three-one as well when we were last talked, and we thought Houston was just going to. It was three-one Rockets, right? And right, three-one we Rockets. Oh, they're just going to close it out, and right? Then OKC pushed that to Game Seven, right? And and it was and a, I think it was like a three-point game yeah. or something, yeah. so. You know, the Rockets, OKC, 4-5, had a really good series, too. And then, you know, like we just said, the Nuggets and Jazz. The Nuggets were down 3-1 after coming out hot in game one and and getting smoked the rest of the series. And that's the thing is on that one, we were acting like Fairweather fans, and me especially. I was like, dude, the Nuggets are going to lose. It's a joke. But in all fairness, we were down 3-1, and we were looking like shit at the time. Like, we were not playing well. We had lost two games in a row where it wasn't even close. Right. So, it's like, we just did not have any faith in the Nuggets, and really anyone who knows anything about basketball, if you were watching that series, you were like, oh, Utah's going to close this thing out, no problem. And then, whatever the Nuggets... I guess we were joking before this got started. We were like, I guess the Nuggets just want to wait until they're down 3-1 and facing elimination to right. they turn, want all the turn on the afterburners. And they ended up coming back and beating the Jazz 4-3 in Game 7. So. I mean, statistic-wise, it could arguably go down as one of the best series for two players going head-to-head within Jamal Murray and yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Which, RIP Nuggets, you could have had Donovan Mitchell on your team if you didn't trade it for Tyler Lyles or whatever and Tyler Lydon or Trey Lyles and Tyler Lydon. That's yeah. what it is. I want to, while we're, while we're going through the episode, I might look this up and try and find some of the stats just to, so we can readdress that. But, dude, Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell going back and forth in that series was insane. I think they said it was the most points scored by any two players on opposing teams in, like, league history, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Or at least in, like, modern era right. history. And, I mean, yeah. It was I, nuts, dude. I mean, Utah always has the Nuggets number. And when they we do. beat them, I was like, all right, you know, yeah. good for us. I feel like we should, be, hurdle we should pass, be happy yeah. with that win. Yeah. People aren't happy with moving to the second round. You know, we were in the second round last year in yeah. a game seven against the Trailblazers, one yeah. win away, and we choked. Yep. And, you know, we'll find out. But moving on to the next one <laughs> is the Clippers-Dallas. And 
The way Dallas started playing with Luca, I was like, oh, Dallas could, yeah. they could throw they the first round upset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, I think a 4-2 is probably better than anyone was going to expect Dallas to play I, I think so. against yeah. the Clippers. And, you know, that Dallas team could definitely turn some heads in the future. Yeah. Like, like next I'm, year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to see what they do here in the next couple of years because they got some young talent. And that Luca guy is fun to watch. Well, he didn't even play. I don't think Porzingis played in the last two games either. Yeah, and Luca was a little banged up too. Yeah, wasn't he, he hurt like, his he ankle, played, but he was he was kind of banged up. So. And uh, I think what is is it Marcus Morris on the Clippers? Yeah, I think you're right. Man, dude's a dirty fucking player. <laughs> he's had some dirty shit, you know, in the first series against Luca, and then he's done some, you know, he got in Paul Millsap's face in what I think it was Game Four or something. I'm like, dude, there's no need. Like, there was literally no need for it in the game. And I'm like, glad Paul Millsap, you know, stuck up for himself because usually every Nuggets player just puts their head down and, like, walks away yeah. with their tail between their legs. And, you know, that was kind of upsetting. But, you know, do we, do we want to yeah. go east here or do we want to just do, like, west second round and then we can go to east? Um, yeah, we can do that if you want to do that. By the way, it is, it's Marcus Morris Sr. Yeah, I just wanted to double check that. Because yeah, his brother plays for the Lakers. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought there was a couple of them. but They're uh, twins, Marcus really? and Markeef. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, I, I guess just sticking with the West. So second round, we had Lakers versus Rockets, and I thought that was going to be a pretty competitive series, but turns out that was not accurate, and the Lakers rolled. They won 4-1 in that series to advance to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I don't know if you have many thoughts about that. I, I, to be honest, did not get to see too many of those games. I just saw clips and stuff. Um, I'm, I've never been – I think we, I mentioned it on our last podcast about the NBA playoffs. Like the, the Rockets in recent years are one of the really weird teams that have like all of this explosive offensive ability and seem like a team that should be in the Western Conference Finals every year. But for whatever reason, just like can't get over the hump and – Last year, didn't they make it to the Western Conference Finals last year against the Warriors, I think? No, right? last year or, was the Blazers-Warriors. Oh, it was Blazers-Warriors. Because we lost okay. to the Blazers in the semis last year. And maybe did – so did the, the Warriors, Warriors beat, beat them in Houston, the second round I, beat, or something? I, I think yeah. in the second round. I thought I remember watching them play last year in a playoff series, and it was like, you know, they're scrappy, and they were giving the Warriors all they can Well, and that get. was when they had, still had CP3. They right. didn't have Westbrook. Yeah, so, I mean, the Rockets got a lot of firepower. I'm a big fan of D'Antoni. Well, he's gone now. We just found out today he's announcing he's not going to come he's, back. So. He's entering free agency as a coach, yeah. which you'd really never hear of. Like yeah. A team that has that much talent, he must sit there and go, I can't do anything with this talent yeah. because either I, one, yeah. they don't listen. Because he's a good coach. I think he's a really good he, coach. He's a very yeah. good coach, and I don't know. I'm not a huge James Harden fan. I don't Me like either. James Harden at all. Yeah. If he never wins a championship, I'm okay with that. You know, Russell Westbrook's a hardworking person, but I feel like he tries to take too much on to Mm -hmm. himself. And, you know, Brandon would argue all the time that, you know, well, why does he average so many assists and stuff? And I'm like, well, he still takes 25 shots a game. But when you can throw the ball down to Steven Adams in the middle, like at OKC, obviously you're going to get assists. Yeah. Was – Quick question. Was Russell Westbrook banged up in this series? Wasn't he coming yeah, off an injury from I, round I don't, one? I don't think he played in game one. 
Okay, because or if he did, he was yeah he, he was coming he off was an injury. Uncharacteristically quiet throughout this series, and he has been throughout the playoffs. So I was wondering if he's been banged up, and I think he has been. He's been kind of coming yeah, back. Well, from I mean, and there stuff, was there so. was a clip where he was I think he was telling LeBron that they had to double team him, and that's why he wasn't producing. And LeBron just laughed. Yeah, that wasn't the case. He just th- this was not a hundred percent Westbrook. It was not typical Westbrook. I think if he would have been a hundred percent, this would have been way different. But he was just, like I said, really uncharacteristically quiet. I, I can look it up while we're talking to see how many points he had throughout the series. But well, I know he had 10, he I think, quiet. last night. Yeah, I mean, it's like not what you're used to seeing from Russell Westbrook. So, you know, just the Lakers just overpowered him. Well, um, and, and I mean, as much as I don't like the Lakers, like as a franchise, I've just never liked the Lakers because, right. you know, no one likes greatness. Right. And, um, you know, they they all showed up. They played hard basketball, you know. They played good team basketball. I guess uh, I think it was Caruso last night pinned someone off the backboard. I on think a block. I saw it actually. I and, was watching when I you happened. know everyone's like, uh... dude, Caruso is one of the most fun guys. I haven't really watched any full Lakers games. I've seen bits and pieces of games throughout the season, and I've seen a bunch of highlights and stuff. But anytime I see clips of Caruso just balling out, I'm like, he's such a weird NBA player because that guy looks like. The dorky middle-aged white dude at the rec that plays pickup ball, who's just like a try-hard, but he's really good. Dude, did you see like, his oop to LeBron? I think it was in like game four, yeah, where yeah. I was like, "Dude, you just threw the ball like ninety feet," and LeBron got it. I'm like, "Yeah, oh no, yeah, oh no, dude." Caruso's a baller. Like dude, he I was really, I, I didn't. Where did this guy even come from? I know nothing about Alex Caruso. I don't know where he went to school in college. I don't know which teams he is. This, are the Lakers his first team? Uh, yeah, I definitely think that they uh, drafted okay. him. But um, he's got to be one of those, like, dude, you just look at the guy and you're like, dude, not a basketball player. Yeah, he just looks like a dork. Definitely like, IT guy. Yeah, because he's, know. like, got that receding hairline. I think he just finally shaved his head because I think I saw him. He had a headband on and a shaved head, it looks so like. So he went to um, Texas A&M. Okay. He was drafted in 2016. Wow, okay. So he's, yeah, I so he's, he's our age. Literally did not know anything about him and hadn't heard about him until this year. And he's good, dude. Like, really good. And surprisingly good for a guy that looks like he would be terrible at basketball. So, I mean, so his his stat line doesn't – I don't think it really shows the, the – Right, yeah. He's not putting up crazy numbers. I but mean, he's he, when you see plays, when you see clips of him, you're like, wow, that guy's talented. He'll, he'll drive he, he's in and, a like, great dunk on people and stuff. And he'll be making great passes. And, like you said, oops to LeBron and AD and stuff. I mean, the guy's a baller. Like, he, he's, he's good. He's not the – they, so they call him the Bald Mamba, the Bald Eagle, <laughs> Caruso, and Goat is what his nicknames are. But, the uh, Bald Mamba, his that's cr- the best nickname Yeah, so ever. he's played 126 career games. He averages 5.7 points, 2 rebounds, and 2.2 assists. Yeah, so it's not going to blow you so away with stats. He, but. He, but the way he, he plays good team basketball, yeah. and, and he's a great facilitator on yeah. the floor. And he's scrappy, man. Like The clips that I've seen of him... It, it impresses me what I see. He's just a hard worker, and I yeah. like that. If, if you're going to be a hard worker, no matter what sport you play, I'll yeah. probably like you. Yeah. So I don't even know how we got on the Caruso subject. Because we're talking about the Lakers-Rockets yeah. series. I feel like you were going to make some point about the Lakers, though, before we got talking about <laughs> well, Caruso. I, I was just going to say they all showed up. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, LeBron's been playoff LeBron, is, as we all know him to be. AD had a great series. I mean, every everyone was playing good, so it, it was really – you know, they, they finally had a full team effort. Because, like I said, I think the Lakers will go as far as AD can take them because we all know LeBron's going to show up. We know what he's good for. Yeah. 
But if Anthony Davis can't show up, if you if you play a team that that can counter that, you're you're screwed. I mean, yeah. you're gonna have a hard time beating them. Yeah, they go from being if LeBron and AD show up from being a team that's probably gonna beat any other team in the league to if it's just LeBron showing up and AD has a real quiet night, they're really vulnerable. Really like, vulnerable. Any team could beat them. You know? Many people like, are like, oh, they have Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, you know, all these other guys. And I'm Dwight like, yeah. Howard. It's like a bunch of guys who used to be really good, who are kind of right. at the tail end of their careers, who are not. I mean, they're good, like, cogs in the wheel of this right. machine. Right, they're good the bench LA players. Has. Yeah, they're good facilitators, bench players, that kind of stuff. But they're not going to come in and win you games. If, if you're a team playing against the Lakers, when LeBron and AD, if they're both out of the game, that's when you have to make your move. You have yeah. to put the pressure on to keep those two guys in the game, tire them out early, and, you know, and make them play – a hard-fought game. I feel like some of the Lakers games have become such big blowouts so quick that they are just, like, coasting. Yeah. And, you know, we, you know, being a Nuggets fan a couple years ago when we were the three-seed and we lost to the, the Warriors in the first round, that was, you know, the breaking out year for the Warriors. Oh, I remember that. They shot, like, 62% in the series from the field. I'm like, yeah. even, even – no matter how hard you play as a team, you're can't, not going to beat that. Can't do anything that. against that. Yeah. You know, so – at any point, if the Lakers have an off night, you know, or AD has a bad night, and you got a team that's been on fire draining shots, it's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah, you got to have AD playing, you know, his best basketball. Dude, I'm looking at the Lakers roster right now, and I guess I didn't, I haven't paid that much attention to anyone on the Lakers team outside of LeBron and AD and maybe uh, Caruso. But if you look at their roster. It's kind of amazing that this team is in the Western Conference Finals. And I, I, I really think, looking at this, it's another testament to LeBron's greatness, that he's able to take this team as far as he's so far taken it. I read today, this is the first time they're back in the Western Conference Finals since 2010. So they haven't been there in and a they, decade. I think they played the Nuggets in 2010. Yeah. and But it, you, you scroll through this roster, and you got, like I said, a bunch of guys who are former really effective, really good Rajon players Rondo. that are all at the end of their career. So you got J.R. Smith, Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Markeith Dwight Morris. Howard, Markeith Morris. Like, not a lot of names that are really blowing you away, especially at this point in their careers. I mean, it's basically LeBron and AD and a couple of key I mean, players like Kyle here Kuzma is definitely Kuzma's making good, a name for himself. But no one that you're really like, oh, that guy, he's awesome. You know, like no one's right. really blown you away. Like, so it's kind of crazy that they're in the Western Conference Finals and they had a record of 52 and 19. You know, I don't know. It just seems well, like they're. And I think the West is, is hard to, I mean, the West eats itself up. Yeah. You got to think how stacked the West is compared to the East. Yeah, absolutely. And so the, the West can eat themselves up. The West could all be super competitive records. And, and have a lot of wins because they're beating up on the lower-seeded West teams. Yeah. But then when they play each other, you know, they're always trading wins. So, yeah. you know, there's never, like, a team that just is, like – they're not going to be like the Warriors when they went 73-9. and nine. Right. They right. just dominated anyone that touched the floor. Yeah. And – but, yeah, I mean, to, to your point, it really is, like, you only hear about LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's like a two-man team, essentially. They'll flip like a – you know, they'll show you the highlight once in a while of someone else, but – it's really, what did LeBron and Anthony Davis do? Right. So if, if one of them doesn't show up, you should beat them then. Exactly. I mean, is what really you everyone's think, saying. Let's say they both drop 30. I mean, that's 60 of the team's points right there between right. two guys. And if it's LeBron dropping 40 and AD only scores 12, 
where is the other scoring coming from? You know, like right. that team's really susceptible at that point. You got to hope that like Rondo, who's not a very good shooter, has a good shooting. Exactly. Game. Yeah. Or J.R. Smith is, you know, who's he the, streak, streaky, the streakiest yeah. shooter I've he ever watched. Yeah. Is missing every three he takes, and he's taking ten of them right. every quarter. He's, yeah, he's not afraid to just keep jacking them no. up. So, yeah. So, you know, Lakers roll four-one against the Rockets. They're in the Western Conference Finals. Like I said, first time since two thousand ten. Um, I, I, so we were kind of talking in the first NBA playoffs episode and about who we kind of wanted to see win the whole thing, and we were talking about how cool it would be to see Giannis and the Bucks go and Giannis get his first championship and. How cool it would be to see like Toronto come back after losing Kawhi and be back in the finals. I mean, I think all of that would be really cool, but I also do think it would be cool to see LeBron win again at this point in his career where he's with a third team. With a third team, he's 17 years into his career. It'd be his fourth NBA title. And having four rather than three just like I said, notches you up another level in that all time discussion. Cause, you know, We've had numerous discussions, oh, yeah. me and Brandon, about this whole thing, and it does matter how many championships you finish with. It just does. That, that's, a, that's part of the conversation. And for him, I think the main knock against LeBron that people who are like anti-LeBron guys like to use is, well, he's been to the finals like nine times now, and he's only right. won three championships. Whereas what, MJ went six for six? Yeah, whereas MJ went six for six. And so that's the big knock against LeBron. So I think if he can get four that just get, inches him another notch higher, you know, yeah. where it's like he's got four now. He's been ten times or whatever. He's got four championships. You know, at that point, it's and, – and we actually had a discussion not that long ago too, me and Brandon, about is it – what's more impressive, going six times and winning all six times or going ten times to the finals and only winning four, let's say? I mean – to go to the finals but ten to times go to the finals is insane, is insane. But to go to the finals ten times and only win four as compared to yeah. the other guy that went six times and won all six of them. Yeah. It shows either one player had the clutch factor or one team was way better. Was way better, yeah. But I also look at it too and I go, you know, I'm not a big fan of these super teams, free agents signing these massive contracts. I don't like the you know, Kevin Durant going to to the Warriors, you know, LeBron could have stayed in Cleveland his whole career. I think he still would have won a couple championships there. It would have just taken a lot longer. Yeah. Boston formed their big three. So, so big threes kind of weren't like a huge thing. The Lakers had a big three, and the Spurs kind of had a big three. Yeah. And, you know, then the Boston formed their big three, and LeBron goes, well, I can't beat them just by myself, so I'm going to go down to yeah. Miami, and we're going to bring Bosch from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like any big three. I don't, I don't like the formation of big threes from free agency. I'd rather yeah. if if you draft a big three, then, you know, yeah, like if the, you. if the Nuggets could turn into a championship team, we drafted Jamal Murray, we drafted Joker, yeah, you know, if we drafted MPJ if, if yeah. he turns if all into those guys a, turn into beasts, yeah, right. We drafted that, so I right. would never be upset with the you fact that we drafted a team yeah. like that. But LeBron went to Miami because he understood he couldn't win in yeah. Cleveland. So I don't want to knock LeBron for moving to form a super team, but he solely moved there to win championships. Yeah. And everyone knew it. Yep. You can't be a basketball fan and be like, no, he just moved to South Beach because it's yeah. South Beach. Because he liked the weather. <laughs> he moved to play with D-Wade and Chris Bosh and form a team that no one really could beat. But then again, they lost. Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice. What, once to Dallas, right? And then yep. once and to And then the I Spurs. think once to San Antonio, yeah. On the tail and end. So they were... 
lost, they won back-to-back, and then they lost again out of the four years. Yeah. Right, and, and if you look at the Dallas team and you look at the Spurs team, they were true teams, in my opinion, where yeah. they played team basketball. Greg Popovich is a phenomenal coach, probably the best to ever coach in the NBA. I love Greg Popovich. He's great. You know, you look at that Spurs team and you go, yeah, you had Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Tony Parker's not a guy that's going to drop 25 points on you a night. He's maybe 15 to 20. Yeah. Floor general, though. Yeah. Ginobili, another guy, maybe 20 to 25 on yeah. good nights. Yeah. And then you had Tim Duncan, another guy. They just played lockdown defense. Mm-hmm. Very rarely did they get scored on, you know, over 100 points, I think. Very fundamental team basketball. Very fundamental team basketball. Very disciplined. Mm-hmm. And they won. Then I look at the Dallas team. I'm like, okay, I think they had Jason Kidd and Dirk. Dirk. No, I don't know who else was on that team. It was exactly. like J- Jason Terry maybe? Was he on that team? <sighs> Jason Terry might have been on that team. I'm going to look this up while we're talking. But We can move on, but I'm going to look it up. But, I mean, you look at teams like that and you go, you don't need a super team. You know, you don't need a big three to win. You need a team to win. You need a team that plays complementary basketball and, and can play it very well. So now we're in this era of, like, you know, big threes and, you know, you got the Clippers who have Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly and, you know, all of these big-name players. But I'm sitting there going, you don't need to just sign the greatest free agents of all time. You can build from within and win championships. So my I wouldn't knock LeBron for moving down there to win a championship. But you could definitely say, well, Michael didn't move to Chicago because he couldn't win. Yeah. You know, he stayed in Chicago because they just – and I don't know how that Bulls team was built either. I know they drafted Jordan, mm-hmm. but did they draft Scottie Pippen? I should know this because I watched that whole Last Dance documentary, but I don't off the top of my head. I do have the 2011 Dallas Mavericks roster pulled up. You want to hear who else was on that team? Yeah, because it's probably <clears throat> ridiculous to think – Dude, I remember some of these guys. You'll remember some of these guys too. So we got – I'll just say some of the notable names that I remember. J.J. Barea, remember him? Yeah. Uh, Corey Brewer, Tyson Chandler. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jason Kidd, Sean Marion. Remember Sean Marion? I do remember Sean Marion. Dirk, Sasha Pavlovich. Remember him? I do. Peja Stoyakovich and Jason Terry. So, I mean, they had like big name players, but a lot yeah. of those guys were either in the very beginning of their careers or towards the end. Or of towards it. the end. Yeah. Of their and it was really like the Dirk and Jason Kidd show, you know? And Tyson Chandler was, was pretty instrumental to that. But, yeah, um, I guess going back to it, it, it's one of those things. And that, that thing that I brought up of what's more impressive, going ten times and only winning four or going six times and winning six, I, I mean, that's to each person to decide. LeBron did end up going, what was it, eight years in a row right. to the NBA Finals. I think that alone is – an insane feat. I mean, yeah, he has only won up to this point three of those times that he's been. But going eight years in a row, taking your team to the NBA Finals is a fucking ridiculously hard feat. Like, I definitely agree with it that. It shouldn't go unmentioned. I mean, I get like his, his winning percentage in the Finals is not what you want. But also, it's really hard to win NBA championships, whether it's, you're yeah. LeBron or not. You know, It's just really hard to do. And the fact that he's been able to go now nine times with the possibility of going a tenth time here in his 17th season. I mean, think about that. There's only seven seasons that he hasn't been in the NBA Finals. It's fucking insane. I mean, and again, not a knock to LeBron, more or less a knock to the Eastern Conference. Besides the Celtics 
in the East when they had their big three, and then the Heat and the Cavs. There's no team in the East that's like that. That is another. Once LeBron left the East, it became yeah. like Boston started to show up and be like this much better team. Toronto showed up to be a better team. Yeah, Philly. That- uh, they're, they're there, yeah. but they're That like, is something that should not go unmentioned is that the Eastern Conference – and also, we covered this in our last episode about the NBA playoffs as well. Over the past, like, two decades, the Western Conference has predominantly been the tougher conference to oh, play yeah. in, hands down. So, <clears throat> that shouldn't go unmentioned that LeBron just had to fight his way through the East and not the West. But still, he took his team and, – and, like, this year – to me, it's him driving this. You know what I mean? Like, you can... It's kind of that discussion that you, me, and Brandon had of, like, every single year, realistically, if when in doubt, you could just say, LeBron's the MVP this year. Right. And it, and it would be like, okay. I think everyone, mostly everyone would be like, fair enough. Fine. Like, every year we find some player who probably had a better individual year that particular year than LeBron. But, like, he's in the conversation every year. And I think oh, yeah. what he's able to do just... Leaving one team, bouncing to another, and the team he just left goes from, you know, NBA Finals caliber to trash, and the team he just joined goes from not even in the playoffs to in the NBA Finals, (laughs) and then he does the same thing again. You know, like, you can track his movements and look at the records of these teams before and after he was there and see the difference that that guy makes. I mean, it's like 30, 40 wins a year just having him on your team. He's just going to will you to wins. Even on a team that's just garbage, like that first... Cavs team he had that he took Wait, to his very he, first finals yeah. was no one. There's no one on that team that's I mean, worth a shit. But that goes you know? to show how bad the East was too. Right. It was literally LeBron James and a bunch of no names. Maybe yeah. like what Mo Williams or somebody. Yeah. And like it was those. I think two there guys. was uh, Anderson Verjao with the yeah. poofy hair. Remember he was on that team. So yeah. so maybe those three guys were like their quote unquote big three. But yeah. it was really LeBron James. It's just LeBron team. running the show. And they won what 66 games or were yeah. they like 66 and 16? Yeah. So it becomes go one of those, all the way to the finals. The Eastern Conference must have really sucked if that team was that right. good. If and one guy plus a bunch of nobodies just ran through the whole thing. And and um, again, no knock to to LeBron. Yeah, I mean that's but, who we had to play against. But I you mean, look he can't at control the you know he left, he left the Heat, and you had D Wade and Bosh stay. They're they're both getting older. Bosh was having his injuries, and mm-hmm. and then he had came up with that heart. Yeah, he condition. had like the blood clotting issue and stuff. Yeah. So then, you know, he lost. Which sucks. So you, I, so I really you lose two that. of your big three. Yeah. And then just D Wade show. And then you're sitting there going, well, we literally just had 40 plus million tied up in two guys that are no longer on our team. Right. We're not going to bring in big names right away. Yeah. So he goes back to Cleveland where Kyrie's already there. Mm-hmm. And then they trade for Kevin Love. Yeah. So then they create their own big three. And yeah. then he leaves Cleveland to go to LA and Kyrie leaves to go to. Boston, yeah, and Kevin Love's like, well, what about me? <laughs> yeah, now he I'm got stuck left. On the he got team. left. Yeah. So I mean, people follow LeBron, right? Well, and I mean, anyone in the league would kill to play with LeBron James. It's oh, kind of yeah. like having the opportunity to play with Tom Brady. You know, you're like a guy yeah, who's been around for <laughs> guy who's been around for this long, couple for decades, years. you know, and has just been dominating for this long. I mean, to have that level of sustained success for that long, and just when you look at LeBron's stats, even from this year, the dude is 30, what, three or something like that? He's been in the league. He's like 34 or 35. Yeah, 34 or 35. Been in the league 17 years. And he's still putting up numbers that anyone in the NBA would kill to be averaging any year. And led the league in assists this year. He'll be 36 in December of this there year. There you go. He'll be 36 years old. And he still looks like, I mean, he's not, 
the ath- he's not the athlete we were used to seeing when he was in Miami. I think that was like peak athlete. That, LeBron. Yeah, that was psycho LeBron. Yeah, where it was just like, oh my god, the stuff he's doing on the court is disgusting. But he's now he still has, I'd say, probably seventy five percent of that athleticism, and with a lot more experience and knowledge up top. When he, he takes care of his body, and he, he takes care of his body better than like any any athlete in the yep. world. And dude, just I don't know. I can't say enough good things about LeBron. I just think it'd be really cool to see him win. Although, um, I think, and we can get to the Eastern Conference here in a second, but I think uh, it'd be really interesting seeing the Lakers go against really either of these two teams in the East. And I, I wouldn't be bummed seeing someone else win it this year, like the Heat or the Celtics. I, I wouldn't be bummed. I so I wouldn't want the Celtics to win. But I, I used to hate, and we, we can get to that when we get over to the East, but I used to hate the Celtics a lot. I don't anymore. This Celtics team, I actually kind of like. I like They're Brad better. Stevens a lot. Yeah, I, I like Brad He's a great Stevens. coach. I like all their young pieces. I, I'm I'm a Celtics fan. I, I like watching them play. They're a good scrappy team. Got young talent. Yeah. They're great. But well, um, I think given the decision, like who am I going to pull for? It's probably going to be LeBron. Well, before you do that, let's finish yeah, out let's, the let's semifinals and, yeah, because yeah. you know our Nuggets were down three one of the Clippers, and everyone had the Clippers Lakers. You know those two teams. I'm pretty sure were solidified as the NBA champions in like every single person's pick. Yep. One of those LA teams was solidified. Clippers were up 3-1 on our Nuggets. Again, Nuggets come barreling back in back-to-back games, elimination games, being down by 16 or more at some point in the game. Today they were down by 16 at half and 19 at one point, and they came back to win 111-98. Crazy. The other day I looked at it, and they were down by like 13 or something, I'm pretty sure, getting close to the end of the third quarter. And all of a sudden I look at it, and we're up like 105-100. And I'm like, wait, how did this happen? Yeah, and I I will admit – we, we've already mentioned this a couple times. We were both being real fair-weather fans for the Nuggets early in round one when they were down 3-1 to the Jazz. Because I think I was just looking at it from the perspective of, guys, we're the three seed in the West, and here we are losing to the six seed. We're down 3-1, to one, and we're playing like shit, just looking like a team that barely scraped into the playoffs. Like, what is this? So I was like, they're going to lose. I'd rather them just lose now. Let's get the heartbreak out of yeah, the way. Yeah, get the heartbreak out of the way. We'll go back to the drawing board. It, there's always next year. And then they clawed all the way back and beat the Jazz, to my amazement. I was very happy about that. I'll give all the props to Donovan Mitchell. That guy's a hell of a fucking player. Oh, yeah. I, I would like I look him. forward to playing against him all yeah, the time. I, I would be rooting for that guy if he was playing anyone but the Nuggets. But the fact that he was playing the Nuggets, I was like, I cannot stand this dude. Because I just knew every night he was going to go out, he was going to drop 50 on us. And yep. we were probably going to lose just because of this one guy. But he's a hell of a player. Great competitor. I love that dude. Can't say enough good things about him. But now we turn around, go into round two. It's like, okay, thank God. We scraped by in round one. Now we're in now round we two. The, at at least we we're the in the Clippers. second round of the playoffs. And now it's like it's a real daunting task. It's the second seed Clippers. You got Kawhi. You got Paul George. Like, holy shit, this is going to be hard. Then they go down 3-1 again. And you're like, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is a much better team than the Jazz. We're down 3-1. It's fucking over. Right. It's, it's a respectable loss if, right. if we were to lose. Fair enough. We put up one game against them. We fought. Whatever. Right. There's always next year. Again. And here we go. We fought our way back. And today we won again. And we forced a game seven. So... Dude, I don't know what to think about this Nuggets team. I guess they just like to wait until they're I mean, down 3-1 and on the brink of elimination and be like, oh, we should actually start trying now, I guess. I mean, I want to sit here <laughs> and I want to have faith that they, could, that they could do it, that they could honestly you know, fight hard enough to, to push themselves in the next round. I just I, I don't know. I mean, we were here last year and we lost on home, on home court when there were fans. 
now we're in a bubble where there's virtual fans. I was going to say there's no home court advantage. You know, there's no home court yeah. advantage. And, I mean, it really just comes down to which team wants to show up. But the thing is, is the Clippers have shown up in the first half of every game. And then mm-hmm. they, they just are like, yeah, we're going to show up next game in the first half. We're just going to lose this one. Yeah. It seemed to be um, today – uh, third quarter was like the big third quarter. I mean, I the looked big at the, swinging the box score and the Nuggets outscored them like fourteen in the third or something, yeah. and like sixteen in the yeah. the fourth. I was like, holy Cause shit! Because that's when I so football was on all day today, and it kind of annoyed me that they were playing this game at in the eleven a.m. Right as kickoff starts. Yeah, I'm like, guys, I want to watch both. Like, why are you making me pick? So obviously, I watched more football than I did this game, but I did watch a bulk of the third quarter because I was looking at the score and I'm like. Shit, here we go. We're down by a lot at halftime. Like we're probably gonna that. get blown out. And then I turned it on and watched some in the third quarter. I'm like, all right, here we go. Like the Nuggets are just taking over this game in the and third you're like, quarter. I gotta turn it off. So <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yeah, like now I can't watch anymore. Maybe they'll Fuck win if up. I'm not watching. And sure enough, they pulled it out. And I'm I'm thrilled that we've forced a game seven against the Clippers. I'm still really not willing to put oh, I, any yeah. money on like them winning game seven. I I'm I'm pulling for them and I want them to win but if I was like a betting person I would not be putting money on them I'm probably. a gambling man and I gamble a lot and you can you've known this because you've seen me gamble yes my heart lies with the Nuggets I'm always going to cheer for the Nuggets I'm going to want them to win and pull through but for like every bone in my body sitting here going you really think the Nuggets are going to win another game 7 yeah. after being down 3-1 it could happen they could win 3 in a, a row but we're playing against a Clippers team that Doc Rivers is a great coach. He's been he's won this guy's been here. He's before won a championship. Kawhi Leonard, two time Finals MVP. He's he's the he, he's the, the reigning Finals MVP. He's the dynasty killer. He was literally just there. Yeah. You know Paul George. Who if Paul George doesn't show up, we could do it. But he's been showing up lately. Yeah, we've he's still been, been doing he's it, been which is well. pretty yeah. insane. So, I, I mean, I love I love the Nuggets. I want them to win. I w- I'd love to see them in the Western Conference Finals. I think it'd be a huge step again in It'd the be right huge direction. For us, man, I would I would love that. But every bone in my body is going. You think that we can do this? It's like, well, I think we can because we just won two in a row. Yeah. But do I think we will? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I don't, don't know. know. And, and it and it kills me to say it because it sounds like we're not real fans. Mm. But but you got to be realistic. Got to be realistic. Know, three three wins in a yeah. row against the Clippers yeah. right now is. Definitely a tall task. The, odd, and, the odds are not in our favor. And, and, you know, I think you and I are both rational enough sports fans to where it's the same thing with the Broncos. You know, we can have all, 16 this year. All, the hope, all the hope and the faith in the Broncos that we want. But when, when the games start being played and we watch and we see how the Broncos are looking, we can be realistic about our chances. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like, well, we're middle of the pack or maybe we'll be a, you know, a wild card playoff team this year or whatever. We're not going to be like, oh, dude, Broncos Super Bowl all the way. You know, it's like. I mean, I am, but. <laughs> like, that's what we want to happen, but the rational sports part of you has to be like, okay, I need to temper my expectations. Right. And it's kind of the same thing with the Nuggets. I mean, the rational sports part for me with the Nuggets, since, you know, we need to kind of wrap up the, the West, yeah. is if they show up, they'll, they'll win. But then again, you can say the same thing about Clippers. If they show up, yeah. they're going to win. Yeah. So it's really going to come down to which team shows up and which team limits the mistakes. If they both show up, yeah. who limits the mistakes, who limits their fouls, and, you know. 
I think um, does Jamal Murray hit a game-winning buzzer beater three? Yeah. Does Michael Porter yeah. Jr. bank a shit? You know, yeah. We just don't fucking know what yeah. could happen. I, I think the key, based on what I've seen from the Nuggets so far this year in the playoffs, and I watched quite a few of those games from the Jazz series. I've watched a couple of the games here in this in this Clippers series. I to me, the key is if the Nuggets are going to decide they're going to show up and play really hard on defense. That's the key. Because when I was watching today in the third quarter, they were playing some lockdown defense, and then it was turning into opportunities on the offensive end because we were limiting the Clippers to how they could score. Right. And I think when you see the Nuggets play like that, they look like a team that you could have faith in. Like, this team could go to the Western Conference Finals. But when they show up and it's that Nuggets team that is just real lackadaisical they're all, defense, they're all running they kinda, around. They kind of just let people drive right in and go for easy layups, and then they come down on the offensive end, and everyone's just standing around on the three-point line, three. just jack up a lazy three. That's not going to get it done, dude. No. So you see, if I, if I see that, it's like we're going to lose. But if I see the Nuggets team who's like comes out with some fire and like this is do or die, win or go home, let's play some real defense, let's fucking make these guys work for it if they're going to beat us, we got a real shot. Yeah. But we'll see. It's, it depends on what kind of Nuggets it, team. It depends what comes kind of Nuggets court, team. You know? I mean, I think it really does come down to the Nuggets. I, I think the Clippers are going to show up. I think they've shown up every game. Yeah. I think they've kind of shown their true colors as maybe not an offensive powerhouse, but they're going to play good defense. Right. You know, you got Paul George got and Kawhi really Leonard, good who, are, who are very yeah. good defenders. So yeah, I mean, I really think it comes down to the Nuggets and which team. You know, if they show up and they play like you said, a good team, team basketball, both yeah. offensive and defensive side of the ball, they could do it. And, you know, either way, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into the Western Conference Finals because my opinion would change heavily depending if it's the Clippers or the Nuggets against the Lakers. Yeah. Either way, you know, if the Clippers win, I might cheer for the Lakers. I don't want either of them to win the championship. But, you know, I'm going to pray that our Nuggets can sneak in there and then pray our Nuggets don't go down 3-1 and – (laughs) <laughs> try and come back again, In but the if they do it, finals. good for them. That means if we make it to the finals, they got to go down 3-1 so we can bounce back. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're recording this Sunday, September 13th. The Nuggets will have Game 7 Tuesday the 15th, and we'll see. Same then, day I think Game 1 of Miami-Boston in the East is. Yeah, I think you're right. So, But we'll touch on that now, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. That's the last half of the Western Conference Finals we're waiting to solidify here. So the Lakers are waiting to see who they play. And um, I think when we recorded our first episode, I, my prediction was it's going to be one of the L.A. teams coming out of the West and representing in the, in the finals. So. I, I think we both agreed. I said that the Nuggets, I think, could be the team that sneaks in. but Yeah, which – you're, if they win Game Seven, you're looking like a genius, you know. I mean, I am a but genius like, whether they win or lose. But hey, but like you said, they're probably going to have to go into the Western Conference Finals, go down three-one to the Lakers before they start playing. Back, yeah. yeah. Which I wonder. Okay, if that happens, let's just say for for shit's sake, if that happens, has that ever happened where a team has gone down three-one in every single round? I don't and come think back so. and won. It probably has because the right? probability like, of ridiculous. going down three-one and winning is so low. is so small in any professional sports where yeah. there is a playoff series that has. Yeah, you know it's a seven-game series. Yeah, if say they were to win the NBA Finals four-three and they were down three-one in every single series, it, they would have to be the greatest one-three team in the world ever. <laughs> yeah. No, no team. They'd be like, I'd be like, listen, this is the greatest team to ever play in the NBA Finals. They were down one-three in every single series. The probability won, yeah. of winning every single one of those games went right. down and down and down, and yeah. they still won. So technically, the probability out, yeah. of them winning the NBA Finals 
was point zero 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 eight percent right and they still won so therefore yeah. <laughs> based on probability they are the greatest team to ever play yeah and i mean that's literally that they that team would go down in history if they oh, were yeah. able to do something they'd be the like first that. team yeah. in nba history or sports history that yeah. would be down every series one three <laughs> and come back and, and come back and win the whole thing they would also be the first team in any sports history to give literally their entire fan base a fucking heart attack in every single round but then we times. would have our first banner to hang in pepsi center which would be lit. dude that'd be so cool oh my god all right enough enough no, yeah enough on the, yeah let's go to the east which is gonna be pretty quick because uh yikes there was only uh one game or one series that went to five games in the first round yeah so, uh, you know, Milwaukee beat Orlando 4-1. That was 1-8. Uh, I, th- I think we, you know, that was a pretty easy choice for everyone. Mm-hmm. The Heat Pacers, I think you could have tossed, you know, it, it was a toss-up going either way. But the, the fifth seed, Heat, uh, swept the Pacers 4-0. Uh, you know, another close one, in my opinion, was 3-6, which was Boston and, and Philly, which was 4-0 Boston. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. I thought it game six probably at least. Yeah. That um, one, um, one thing that's worth mentioning is Ben Simmons got hurt and couldn't right. play in that series really after like, I think first game or something. So <laughs> Joel Embiid, it was pretty much the Embiid show and he, it, it wasn't enough. To right. Get it no, cause Boston's playing good team basketball. Yeah. They're a good team. And then, you know, two seven was Toronto, Brooklyn, Brooklyn had Kyrie and I don't even know if he played. I don't think he did. So yeah. it was a quick four Oh and yeah. so, but then, you know, a shocker in the, the semis, the Heat 4-1 Milwaukee. Yes. And I know Giannis got hurt, but or Giannis, whatever people want to fucking say, you know. <laughs> we know who you're talking but about. But he got, I guess, you know, he got hurt, so it limited him. But I, that just goes to show that the Bucks literally relied on him to carry them. Oh, yeah. Because um, the Heat have, what, Jimmy Butler and Adebayo or – yeah. Okay, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how yeah. you pronounce it. Yeah, but like those two guys, and then other than that, they're like you know decent players, but they're right. not like top. They do have is, who is it? Goran Dragic, right? Dragic yeah. So he's good. he's a good you know I think he's middle pack point yeah. guard in the league, but he's yeah. a, he's definitely a, a decent player. But they four one them, and I'm sitting there going, that right, was maybe Miami's legit yeah. this year. I mean that to me, this has been the story of the playoffs is what's happening on the Eastern Conference side because Miami. I guess I just did not pay attention enough this year, but I did not think Miami was this good. And but all, which is sad because the fifth seed in it. Hats like, off, dude, to Eric Spolstra because honestly, great coach. I have written off Eric Spolstra since LeBron, <laughs> so like since that big three got broken up. Because I was like, oh, the only reason he won two championships is because he had this fucking amazing team in LeBron and Bosh and Wade. But what he's been able to do after that big three got broken up, Miami's been really competitive the last couple of years, and here they are in the Eastern Conference I mean, Finals. they were 44-29 the in, in the regular season. Yeah. I so mean, they had a good record. He's a good coach. Hats off to him. I have totally changed my perspective on Eric Spolstra. He's gotten that team coached really well. Jimmy Butler seems to be in just total, like, LeBron lockdown I've never, I've never seen mode. Jimmy Butler play like this. He, dude, he's, he's – and it's not like he's necessarily playing out of his mind. I mean, he's had some really good games, but it's, it's the focus and the intensity that he, right. he seems to be playing with. That's, he's, like, going, okay, guys, fucking follow me. Like, we're, I'm right. going to take he, you guys. He's leading like, by yeah, example. He's leading the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked, and I'm like, well, now there's no storyline for this besides the fact that if if I'm Milwaukee, if I can't get Giannis signed next year, I might look for a trade mm-hmm. for him because you could get so much value for trading him than letting him walk free in free agency. Exactly. Because he, the guy wants to win, and if he can't win, like if, if they went to the finals this year, I think he might have signed. 
They got outed in the second round, and, and it wasn't like a was close close outing. And I know he was banged up, but I think he still played every game. He played game. most of that series. And, and um, I, w- I, w- I will say, sorry to interrupt your point. No, you're fine. You, you're totally, totally on base with that. Because I was listening to this podcast the other day where they were talking about the same exact thing of like, he's coming up on free agency. If you don't, I mean, you, you got to make a decision right now as the ownership of that team and go, do we think... So it, it comes down to this, because this is such a player-driven league where if a guy wants out, he's getting out, and he's yep. going to go oh, wherever yeah. he wants. That's just the reality of modern-day NBA. So it now comes down to, if you're the leadership and the ownership of that organization, are you willing to bet on Giannis just being a good guy and a loyal player to your franchise and saying, I'm going to re-sign with you guys? Or would you rather just reduce the risk of him fucking you and just leaving you and not getting anything in return or just trade him now and say, listen, we don't want to do this. We don't want to split, split ways with you. We think you're a fucking tra- transcendent player, but we don't want you to just leave us hamstringed here and just leave and we not get right. anything in return. So it's a valid point, dude. It, they got to be – They got the conversations that are going on in their front office right now are, are probably very interesting because I don't know what you do in that but situation. But, like, to counter that, I mean, if I'm like – you know, say the Nuggets were to make a move for him, I'd, I'd give up five first-round picks for him. Oh my God! Yeah. I'd be like, but but we need to have that assurance that he's going to resign. Yeah. So if if I'm an opposing team's GM, I'm sitting there going, well, we could give up our entire roster for this guy, mm-hmm. sign him long term, or maybe he just isn't happy in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's asking too much. So we're just like, we'll wait till free agency, mm-hmm. and then he hits free agency, and we're like, well, we didn't have to give up anybody, so here's your contract. Yeah. So it becomes one of those, you know, yeah, if I'm the Nuggets and he comes on the trading block, I'm sorry, let's part ways with Michael Porter Jr., let's part ways yeah. with Gary Harris, Will Barton. So um, it's coming up, like, right now, right? Like, he's in free agency right Next now. Next year. He's got one more oh, year. Oh, he's got one more year in Milwaukee. One more year in Milwaukee. I, I thought it was, like, starting this no, summer. No, so, like, okay. if, there's, if they don't sign anybody big and their team is, like, Wow, you know, kind of at that shambles. Not not like falling apart, but they're kind of like right. we just got outed was, hard yeah. in the second round. I, if I'm Giannis, I'm looking going. Maybe I want out. Maybe I'm going right. to demand a trade. Right. Or you know, maybe I will be loyal and and we could get something working here. But yeah, if I'm the Bucks, I'm sitting there trying to go. You know, maybe a team like the Nuggets. We're missing that one big piece. I feel. And you know, if you could you imagine him with the Nuggets? If you had Jamal Murray, oh. Jokic, and you know, Giannis, that's good. That's a yikes. good. Yeah. So I, I totally agree with the Nuggets side. We're like one piece away from being a really, really good team. That's why I just feel like. And sorry to get back onto the Nuggets. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll get off this real quick. I we're promise. just so but desperate for a championship. <laughs> we're just. We want to see them do well. I'd love to have like really competitive basketball here in Denver. Sorry. Um, yeah, I feel like you're watching us just scrape by in these playoffs. And it's one of those things where we have a really good regular season last year and this year. So we come in ranked really high in the playoffs. But then we start running through this Western Conference playoffs and you start running into these teams that are pretty fucking good because the West and has have one good clutch teams. player that just demolishes. Right. Us. And it's like we're, we're right there on being getting over the cusp. But we need like a 
guy who's just a killer. And yeah. I think Jamal Murray, we're starting to see him kind of morph into that guy. I think he's really – he's right there, too, yep. about being – he's, he's going to be like a Jimmy Butler type of guy, you know, like just a fucking just a killer. Just take over. Take over and just push the team through. But right now we're just lacking that one piece. And I think – I mean, obviously, I'm not holding out much hope that we're going to get Giannis or anything. But, yeah, if we could get Giannis, <sighs> holy shit. And hold on to a couple of pieces that we still had, like Joker and Jamal Murray. Well, yeah, if, if we keep those two and we add any other, I think that's like, enough, right? Big there. name and free agent. It doesn't even have to be. You're making honest, noise, but you know, we, say, need, we need someone we who's need, just a we need, killer, right? We need someone that's not happy with where they're at, yeah, and that wants to win and sees the Nuggets as that team to go win. And yeah, I mean, we could easily become the favorites by adding. You know, yeah. say we added him, I think we're the favorites. Yeah, dude. Like, as long a, as we keep. That's Murray a good and, team. And Joker. Yeah, yeah. Which I think we'd have to part ways with like MPJ, like every draft pick for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to, we would have to part ways with a lot because Giannis is going to be a We might have price. to sell Pepsi Center and ship it to him <laughs> by, by aircraft. The Bucks just have two stadiums now, but we get to play in their stadium. <laughs> We're like, yeah, so our home games are going to be played in Milwaukee. <laughs> but we have Giannis but now. But we have Giannis now. <laughs> yeah, so going back to that, um, the Heat really surprised me and honestly like i'm kind of pulling for the heat now um i don't know so i guess going to that other matchup we already covered round one all of round one right in the east so then that second round matchup on the opposite side was boston and toronto which went seven games was a really competitive series yeah i mean great team basketball that yeah that could have gone either way that as a basketball fan like you said both really good just team basketball you know cohesive units and that was an exciting game to watch i missed the end of game six which apparently was like the craziest shit ever yeah i mean it was i didn't get to see it but apparently i missed some crazy like last second shit but um like i said boston i used to hate boston now i don't i'm a huge boston fan now and i just like i think brad stevens is a hell of a fucking coach i like their players um i pulled up the the roster while we were talking to like they and they and talk about so we also spoke about this on our built first within. episode. Yeah, built within and just exciting young players. You got some of these teams like the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Celtics, who got young rosters with some fucking guys that are probably over the next five to ten years going to become like faces of right. the league. So like the, the the Celtics have like Jalen Brown. They got, uh, um, let's see, en- Enos Cantor. Jason Tatum. Uh, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker. I mean – Dude, they got a solid they, team. They got a very and good team. And they're very, very well coached. Dude, going back to your point on Brad Stevens, I like that guy ever since he was a butler. Hell yeah, dude. Since they, well, they, they were the ones that hit that buzzer beater, right, uh-huh. to win. And it was with, um, fuck, what was the white dude's name? Gordon Hayward. Gordon Wasn't Hayward, it? yeah. It was Gordon yeah, Hayward. It was Gordon yeah. Hayward that drained that. And they have Gordon Hayward, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's hurt. He's just, <laughs> he just died he, again He's just banged up, yeah. yeah. No, I think um, I just read the other day that he is – if they well, actually, now that they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they were saying he's might have a shot to be back to come and back. playing because I think it's just like an ankle sprain. It's like something that's something that's long enough. It's that, long enough that he couldn't play in this last series too much. But like, if they keep advancing, he'll be able to come back hopefully because it you know couple dude, two three weeks and you'll be able to be back. Hopefully. Talk about a gem that just had a rough go after he, he's, he's had a rough go. His, things, I mean, once yeah. he broke his leg, that dude just yeah. I mean, it's hard to come back from an injury like that, let's be honest. And that was a nasty injury, too. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I used to not like the Celtics either. I just, I don't know. If the Lakers-Clippers play in the West, I'm cheering for whoever comes out of the East, which is going to, you know, it's Boston-Miami. 
I mean, I could see Boston 4-0-ing Miami, but I could also see it going, you know, a 6-7 game easy just because, like you said, with Jimmy Butler and how he takes over the game and yeah. and really pushes. I could see him coming in and, and pushing that team to, you know, yeah. to push a, a better team on paper in Boston to, you know, a higher standard. I'm really hoping that this is another Boston-Toronto series where it goes seven games. I'd like to see those two teams go at it for seven games. And honestly, I want to try and make a better effort of watching more of that series too. I, like it, if it does end up going seven games, I want to try and watch most of that series because I haven't had a chance to really watch full Celtics games and full Heat games. Like I said, I've seen bits and pieces here and there, and it's so tough too because they've been playing in these like in, four in, in the bubble. Or 4 yeah, four p.m. <laughs> they've been yeah exactly. They're playing at like three, four in the afternoon. Those early games, and like I'm at work. You know, I got to work. You so, work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And so it's like I can't be sitting there watching NBA games, which I would love to just sit there and watch, but they're playing at these weird times, which you normally don't have to deal with during right. normal scenarios. It's usually scenario. 7 p.m. Yeah, or 7 p.m., you know, perfectly fine. But I want to see that series go seven games. I think that'd be fucking awesome. So we, we got the Eastern Conference Finals for sure solidified right now. It's the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. And in the West, the Lakers are waiting to see what the result is between the Clippers and the Nuggets. And I think – you know, we've we've discussed it. We're really pulling for the Nuggets. I, I'm not. I think it's the Western Conference Finals are probably going to be a better series if it's Lakers Clippers. To be honest, but you never know. But you never know. Um, I just think for the Denver Nuggets organization, it would be such a huge step to make it to the Western Conference Finals. When was the last time we were in the Western Conference? I think Finals? 2010 against the Lakers. Yeah, and then I think we lost in six, maybe. Okay. So back when Melo was still here. Back when Melo was yeah. still here, yeah. Which so I think it was I mean, like our first ever conference finals. I, I think, think you're like right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just would really love to see that as a Nuggets fan. I think that'd be so cool. Um, but we'll see what happens, you know. We, we've already discussed ad nauseum about yeah. the Nuggets. So I mean, realistically, like you said, putting my, my bias away for the Nuggets and, and all Denver teams, I think – the finals are going to be the Lakers-Celtics, which talk about the two most iconic franchises in NBA history yeah. going head-to-head again. Two most historically successful franchises right. in the NBA, yeah. Ever. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're probably the two biggest name franchises, yeah. you know, the two most followed franchises. Mm-hmm. And, of course, would I love to watch, like, a Nuggets-Heat final? Sure. No one cool. else would want to watch it, but being a Nuggets fan, we're all like, woo yeah. we got a chance. And it'd be two teams that have not been here in a while. You know, Nuggets longer Nuggets than ever. Heat, but like... Wait, it's like and no players that have been here. Right. It's like no... You're not seeing, for the fifth time in a row, the fucking Warriors, you know? It's right. like... Thank God. That's it's just not where, Warriors, Cavs. Right. Neither of them made the playoffs. Right. That, that's just where I land with it. I mean, I had a dog in those fights just because... I wanted to see LeBron win rather than I wanted to see that fucking Western Conference All-Star team and the Warriors win. But as if you're just like a casual fan and you're just wanting to watch the NBA Finals, you're like, Jesus, it's the Warriors and the Cavs again? You know? Yeah. Like, let's have some parody. And I think we're finally over that hump because last year the Raptors beat the Warriors and then the Warriors had you know guys leave and had injury trouble injury, and they were just trash this year. So they're not in the picture. And now it's like... The first time in a while where, hey, shit, Lakers are, might have a shot to be in there for the first time in a decade. And on the other side, Boston and Miami, you know, coming out of there for the first time in several years. Um, 
I, I think it'll be exciting because we'll see some some fresh. Blood it'll in be there. a new team that wins. And the Clippers too. I think when was the last time the Clippers made it to like, if they go to the Western Conference Finals? It, it will have been several years. It before. had to have been since they had CP3, Chris Paul, yeah. uh, Jordan, they have Tyson and, Chandler on that team or no? I don't know if they had Tyson Chandler. They had um, oh yeah, it was DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Chris Jordan, Paul, Chris Paul, and, and uh, Blake Griffin, and Blake Griffin, yeah. So that would be cool too, honestly, to see, you know, them. I mean, yay for Clippers fans, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm a big Kawhi fan. I do really love Kawhi, and I think it'd be, it, you know, kind of like what I mentioned when we did our other episode is if this guy is able to take the Clippers to the finals and win, he will have won his third NBA championship with his third different MVP team. Too. And if he makes finals MVP, it'll be his third finals MVP. That and I think he'd be ridiculous. three for three. Right, so so is he better than holy LeBron? shit? You know, like that that little quick stat blurb alone would like get you into the Hall of Fame. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean, so we'll see. I don't know. There's a lot of exciting possibilities with this. Um, I don't know. I, I think my prediction of one of the LA teams coming out of the West is probably still going to remain true. Obviously, I I picked Bucks to be yeah I think <laughs> in the finals did. out of the East, and so that was not accurate. But um, like I said, honestly. You know, as a fan, I want it to be Nuggets Miami. Realistically, I think it's going to be Lakers Boston, probably. And when if it's Lakers Boston, I mean, I like Kemba Walker. I like Brad Stevens. Yeah, those like you said, they built that Celtics team. Yeah. With they got a lot of likable so, so, guys. Like so, just, maybe I cheer for the Celtics right. over the Lakers. And it's not, you know, a knock against LeBron, but it's more of a knock against the Lakers because if you look at all the names they have, they just signed a bunch of big name people mm-hmm. to put around LeBron. And I don't like that. I don't like when someone devalues themselves to win a championship. Just like I didn't like when Durant moved from OKC to the Warriors. I didn't like that either. To win a championship. And he says he didn't, but it's like bullshit. Everyone in the world saw it. Yeah. So I don't like that. So if it comes down to LA Boston, I'm going to go for Boston. But I mean, really, I wish the Nuggets go. But, you know, I think it'll be LA Boston. And I think the Lakers will probably win. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's probably too far off base from what's going to happen. Like I said, I, I, I would be happy seeing LeBron win it again. Um, I think I would also be, if it's not going to be the Lakers, if, like, say the Clippers advance and they beat the Lakers, I'm probably going to pull for Boston or Miami, whoever wins that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I don't know. Go Nuggets. <laughs> Go Nuggets. That's our point out of this whole thing. So, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, I don't know how much else you want to cover, but that's kind of our no, I mean, second update here for the playoffs. I think we might maybe, you know, come back in when the fi- before the finals start or something. And yeah, do you want to do like a little – Yeah, one more before the finals yeah, maybe. like a little uh, maybe finals one, preview. Maybe one after the finals ends. Right. Do like a next season, yeah. you know, possibilities yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, I think, you know, going into this, let's see what the Nuggets can – you know, Nuggets-Clippers game does in, on Tuesday and uh, – I'll be excited to watch that. You know, cross our fingers, you know, hope the Nuggets can get it done. But yep, if I'm, not – I'm pulling for them. You know, I, I think, you know, we, we had a good postseason, so. Yeah. I just think, you know, like we've already said, okay, it's good we've advanced to the second round of the playoffs, but we have been scraping by. And I think making it to the conference finals, no matter what happens, whether we win or lose, that's huge for this oh, organization. Yeah. That has not happened in a decade. So that's huge. And I think – we're right on the cusp. I think we're almost there. We just need like one more piece, and hopefully, 
if we make it to the conference finals, maybe that's a little more incentive for other guys around the league who are maybe going to go into free agency and looking for other places to go. Like, hey, it makes it that, a, Denver, that Denver team is pretty scrappy. Right. Like, they're, they, they're right there. It makes it a better destination. Yeah, it makes it a better destination. Because I just think Denver, we're such a mid-market team that everyone just kind of discounts us, even though we're the last few years have been pretty good. Well, and Better know, than most of the Western Conference right. teams. You well, know? and having Jokic and Murray makes us look better, too. Right, right. And I think, you know, that's that's a marketable piece. You're like, we have them signed long-term. They're not leaving. We have them signed yeah, long-term. They're going to be here. You, you could join here, them. Yeah. And I think um, that round one matchup against the Jazz, that fucking battle that they went through, that put Jamal Murray on the map for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. They were well, like, holy and, shit, who is this guy? And, you know, if, if he can come up big in game seven or, or Joker comes up big, the league is going to look and be like, they've got one of, if not the best duo in terms of probably under 25 in the league. Yeah. Tough to beat. Yeah. I just hope we, we don't do that classic Denver team thing where we get a young, really talented guy and the fan base gets all excited for what the future is going to hold, and then we just fucking trade them away. We're gonna make, like we, need a, we need a water bottle and a towel boy. And everyone's like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, we got rid of Jamal Murray and Jokic for an aging Marcus Gasol <laughs> and a water boy. It was like, who was that one? Was Kyle Korver traded for like a fax machine? Wasn't yeah, that Kyle Korver was story? traded for – I'm going to pull that up <laughs> real quick before Dude. we uh, – that's like one of my favorite anecdotes in the history of the NBA. Like poor Kyle Korver. I think he has a pretty good sense of humor about it. But like, what the fuck is that, dude? If there's anything to make you feel like shit, it's like, hey, we tra- we traded you for a fax machine, dude. So, so back in 2003, Kyle Korver was traded by the Nets for a copy machine. The joke is on the Nets because 16 years later, Korver's 38 and still going strong. The Utah Jazz guard. Has played for five different teams, averaging nearly 10 points a game and shooting 42.9% from three. He's good. Kyle Korver's good. He was traded for a copy machine in 2003. What kind of copy machines did they have in 2003? I don't know. That's what I was just wondering. I was like, what the fuck? Shit had to have been bigger than my house. Also, I don't understand. Like, it's funny now to look back on, but like, what was happening? I don't get why. Then that's why I get rid of this guy for anything. We need a new copy machine. Literally anything. We need a new copy machine in the office. Take that team's coffee machine. The GM's like, if you buy me a new chair from my office, you can have Kyle Korver. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Everyone's like, uh, what kind of chair would you like? Like, I want this rich mahogany. It's about 2500 They're like, okay, we'll take Kyle Korver like, for $2,500. What do I sign? <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kyle Korver, that that happened to you, but you, you've proved the, the haters wrong. You're, you're a and you've player. won a championship. So. Yeah, I like Kyle Korver. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that pretty much wraps up our conversation, unless you had anything else you wanted to add. No, I mean, you know, like I said, cross your fingers for the Nuggets, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of fully moved on to football season since the Avalanche lost. And you I know. was going to say, it's, it's, I, I really want I, – I love paying attention to the NBA playoffs because I love the NBA. It's just a weird, weird it's a, year. It's a weird sports. year now where the sports calendar is all fucked up, and now like NFL's kicked off and it's in full swing, and now we got fantasy going, and now it's like – well, that's what I normally pay attention to right. in the fall, and basketball's long gone at this point. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to balance both worlds, and I do love still tuning into these playoff games during the week and stuff. But we'll we'll see. You know, you know. I guess the good thing is these games are played during the week when the NFL's normally not playing. Right. Like Tuesdays and Wednesday nights and stuff like but that. But if so. it goes like Game Seven, they're gonna be like, and Game Seven at 6 p.m. on Sunday, and yeah, everyone's like, oh, gonna great. be like, wait, but that's Sunday when the Broncos football. play, yeah. and they're like, tough shit, and it's like. <laughs> Well, listen, it's a Denver fan yeah, base. It's like you don't want to be. You're going to have yeah. more people watch the Broncos in game three of the season yeah. than people would watch of game seven of yeah. the Western Conference Finals or the finals. Exactly. 
you know, I wouldn't be, if I lived with my parents, so I wouldn't be allowed to jump back and forth. I'd be like, Dad, we're in the finals in game seven. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, I don't care. The Broncos are on. I'd be right, like, well, yeah. fair point. You know, yeah, the Broncos yeah, are right. on. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, go Nuggets on Tuesday. Go Nuggets on Tuesday. And, yeah. You know, I think we'll be back with another episode Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, fantasy football. Another fantasy. Roundup of week one and, yep. and roundup of week one of the NFL season. So we'll that'll be, be back fun. probably with Zach and Brandon or at least one of them, hopefully. And Yeah, we'll be – that'll be good because we'll actually have some, some concrete data to work with now. And it's, it's less speculation and more of like, oh, this guy sucked in game one and this guy did really good. And- oh, my whole roster died again <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah. So, so that'll be good. Yeah, we'll be back um, Tuesday night, hopefully, for a, a fantasy week one recap. And then – Matt and I will get together and uh, pick what we want to do for some of our other uh, solo episodes. We'll try and keep it random with the topics and stuff. So, so shoot us an email. Leave a comment of something else you'd like to hear us talk about. Again, you know, we're not going to touch politics, so you can yeah say that all you want, but we're not going to touch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's a good movie or book you want us to read, or well, maybe Zach could read it and I could watch the movie. <laughs> but I'll uh, give you the Spark Notes. Version. You know. Just let us know. Give us some ideas, and we, yeah. we'd love you guys to interact with us more. So Yeah, definitely. I, w- I was going to say that because you, you were saying your brother, when we first started this, like emailed you with a bunch of stuff he'd like yep. us to talk about. So, again, that email is just some browsing just at gmail.com. Browsing at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you could go to Facebook and find our Facebook page at Just Browsing. Yeah. Feel free to drop a like on there. We post every episode out there. Yeah. Um, I did get us onto Google Podcasts. Oh, so sweet. we're okay. finally up on in, into the Google Podcast realm. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm looking at Pandora and other options to literally just get us everywhere. Yeah, just, but we're just gonna, um, yeah. So you know, go leave market. us likes, comments. We're on YouTube. Go yep. feel free to drop a comment on the YouTube video and because we're we're open to suggestions of cool stuff to talk about. And even if there's like some idea or thing going on in the world that neither of us know anything about, but you think would be really cool, we'll look into it. We'll do some research. Yep. We'll come back and we'll do an episode on it. So yeah. So yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. This, was, this has been Just Browsing, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next Catch time. Catch you later.